Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode from SOAR. Remember to try to help this project reach more people so that everyone can gain an interest in reading and can be able to choose great books to read. Today is an 11 by 11 read aloud episode, and if you haven't listened to the previous ones, I believe you should, especially the first one, as it gives the introduction to this book and why I chose to read it. But before we get to the reading, I would like to say a few words in honor of Teachers Appreciation Week. Not only should we appreciate our teachers, coaches, advisors, etc., but we should also worship our parents and our peers. We have a lot to learn from everyone. Everyone makes mistakes, and everyone can develop and grow to become a better human being. I myself have had teachers who I really appreciate, who I have formed strong bonds with, and who I love talking to as well as spending time with. My current science teacher is extremely kind. He considers the learning more important than the grade, and for that reason, I have gained so much more than I thought I would have from this class, and I have gotten wisdom and knowledge through the principles that he enforces in his class. He's such a great guy that I actually play basketball with him after school. I would consider him to be a dream teacher, and that's why I wanted to take a moment to express why I appreciate him so much. Teachers are so patient, kind, and understanding that I have decided to make a bonus episode for Teachers Appreciation Week. I'm currently about to start reading two books relating to teachers. If I can finish them both by Sunday, I'll have that episode up. Otherwise, please look forward to it around next Wednesday. And yes, that's right. Every single book summary that I make is based on my own knowledge, not another summary. Every single book trailer that exists is based off a book that I've already read, and then I make a summary for it. This story from 11 by 11 that I am reading today is one of my favorite ones in this book. So thanks for listening, and please enjoy Different Duo. Different Duo. Once upon a time, there was a jungle named Zarabaha. And it was in terror because of an evil king named Sherzara. He was a lion, and he would always go around the jungle killing and then eating the animals. The animals all lived in fear of dying and then being eaten. The mothers especially, because their children were usually the victims, since Sherzara liked the taste of young and soft body parts. Due to this, a home was built not too far from Zarahaba, where baby animals would experience their full childhood before having to return and struggle to survive. Sherzara was told that it was actually just a special boarding school in which only a few animals would be able to gain admission. This was partly true because it was a school, but also partly false because that wasn't the case. It was just so that baby animals could go there and at least live through their childhood. They would learn, play, and go on animal squad field trips. There, they would have a chance to live a normal life, similar to the life they would have had if schools didn't close down in the jungle due to Sherzara's vicious attacks. But when they grow up, the animals would be forced to move out and switch their location to Zarabaha. Then they would have to use their survival skills that they learned in the academy to try to live. Shirzara started to notice that he was more and more hungry, because less baby animals were available, in fact none. This made him weak, angry, and frustrated. He was becoming a little bit suspicious of this special boarding school that only had a few animals. Meanwhile, in the place where the baby animals were growing up, there was a group of five really good friends, all the same age, and they liked to talk to each other and spend time with each other. Their names were Popo, a hippo, Azar, who was actually a lion and Sherzara's son, Zabith, a zebra, 
Jamon the monkey, but last but not least, Tardy a fox. They were really good friends, but since Popo and Azar never fit in, they were sometimes excluded in the group's activities. They were also bullied a lot and always very sad. The worst part was that sometimes the animals bullying them were actually their friends, Zabeth, Jamon, and Tardy. Even though this is happening, Popo and Azar stayed friends with them because they had no other friends and most of the time, Zabeth, Jamon, and Tardy were pretty nice. At least, they were the nicest to Popo and Azar. Unfortunately, many incidents happened that made Popo and Azar look bad and they were bullied almost all the time. Whenever they had an Animal Squad field trip, everybody would wear a t-shirt rep representing their school or their squad. There were five different schools. No t-shirt would fit Popo. She was one and a half times the largest size that could be made. As for Azar, no one would agree to give him a t-shirt. They disliked him so much and were also very scared of him as his father was Sher Zara. They were always supposedly closed due to an emergency when he came by to get a t-shirt. His father was the evil one not him, pondered Popo. She could not understand why everybody thought he would grow up to be just like his father, and why they judged him for his father's actions. They thought this because Azar thought his father's ways weren't cruel, just nature. Lions have to eat other animals to survive, they are meant to be king, Azar would say. Since Popo and Azar could not wear shirts, everyone made fun of them. All young animals called them outcasts, even Jamon, Zabeth, and Tardi. Still they remained friends. Popo and Azar always thought that everyone was right. Both of them felt different from everyone else, and it was certainly not a happy feeling. They both knew very well that it was the feeling of an outcast. What they would later learn would be that their differences is what makes them special. It wouldn't be that long until they realize it. Six years later. Oh no, we are grown up now, so it's time to live in Zarabaha. And we're probably not even going to get to celebrate our next birthday. Let's see if we can survive, said everyone, except for Azar. Azar was used to listening to everyone badmouth his father, and he didn't interfere. He also knew that he had no reason to be scared, since obviously his own father wouldn't eat him. He knew that they were right to be scared of being eaten, and he knew that if someone was out killing animals and he had a chance of dying, he would probably badmouth the person who was killing all the animals too. This young adult group of animals moved into their new homes in Zarabaha. Azar met his father and spent some wonderful time with him, learning more about him. Azar told him about a best friend he had made in the special boarding school named Popo. After a short time of spending time with his father and taking tests to prepare for being the next king, he could see that his father was cruel and heartless. When he would be king, Azar thought that he had to change that. Shirzara killed whoever came into his sight with no mercy, the old, the fragile, infants, even pregnant mothers. He wouldn't even accept the pleads of pregnant mothers to wait until the babies were born. Any animal in his sight was killed except for Azar, of course, his family, and a couple of close friends. One day, Azar was playing with Jiger, who was a tiger about his age from the tiger family. Suddenly, he saw his father, Jirzara, on his routine hunt going towards the neighborhood where all his friends lived. Oh no, he said. He instantly ran to try to save them. Popo saw Sherzara coming, so she got scared and rolled down a hill into a lake and curled up. Since she was so big, her back covered her up, and the lion thought that it was just a rock. Popo was saved. Zabeth, Jamon, and Tardy hid, but the reflection of their cool t-shirts from the animal squad field trip that they've still been wearing for so long gave them away. They were eaten. Popo was still peeking through her curled up back. She and Azar were so shocked, but they realized that their differences that 
they had been made fun of for so long were actually what saved them. It had been two years since the attack. Azar always protected Popo from Shirzara. And now Azar was about to become 21. It was time for him to take the final test on the Great Cliff, and if he passed, then he would become king. The really weird thing was that Shirzara called Popo to watch Azar take the test. They both went together, but were very cautious just in case Shirzara wanted to hurt Popo. After a very strenuous walk for Popo, they finally reached the top of the Great Cliff. Shirzara declared that for the final test, Azar would have to kill Popo, eat 75% of her, and give the remains to him. Azar didn't want to hurt his friend, but he really wanted to be king, and he knew that he had to change, and if he could sacrifice his friend Popo, maybe everyone else could be saved later. No, Azar! Remember all the good times we had together? How you would always save me, Popo screamed. When Shirzara was not looking at Azar, he winked at Popo and did a double backflip in front of the king. Shirzara could tell Azar didn't strike Popo because she didn't scream and there was no sound of attack. He said, Azar, my son, you have failed me, and you will no longer be the next king. Now I will kill Popo. He jumped forward. No, screamed Azar. He jumped in the way of his father's attack and kicked him. Azar's father was sent flying back. Azar challenged his own father to a duel. It was long and rigorous, but in the end, Azar ended up winning. He had received lots of beneficial training from the academy. This meant that the Lion King was killed and that Azar was the new Lion King. Though he had to kill his own father, he now was able to become a good king and improve the society that Shirzara left behind. Azar became a very kind and generous king, and everyone loved him. The animals who owned shops that shied away from selling him t-shirts now gave him gifts and were sorry for their earlier bad behavior. The place where the young animals grew up was abandoned, and schools in Zarabaha were opened again. There was a big challenge for Azar's kinship. To stay as king, Azar would have to marry someone within the first week of his kingship so that the heir to the throne could be born. Azar and Popo had grown to be very close. They actually ended up marrying each other. Popo became a kind and beautiful queen. All animals thought that it was funny because two animals who were so different in so many different ways were living together and they were the best of friends and they were so close. Both of them finally realized that their differences didn't matter. Everyone has differences and it's what makes them special and unique. Therefore, the different duo lived happily together forever after. So I really like this story because of the message about how everyone is different, but that's how it should be. Thank you for listening, and I really hope that you like the story and you really like the message of how everyone is special and everyone is different, and that everyone should try to be themselves and not have to act like anyone else. So thank you for listening. Remember, you can always leave a rating, review, feedback, or any other recommendations for a book trailer. Look out for the next episode and also the upcoming Teacher's Day Appreciation episode. And take this week to think about your teachers and let them know how much you care about them, how much you appreciate everything that they have done for you. Thank you. I implore you to soar.